Blog Talk Radio. Urban Glory Radio, simply glorious. In spreading the gospel to the world, we have designed a streaming radio broadcast for every believer. This word, worship, and witness field broadcast streams live every week. Access episodes on demand 24 hours a day. Subscribe to our iTunes podcast and take UGR wherever you go. Visit us online at urbanglorycampaigns.webs.com. Also find us at twitter.com backslash urban underscore glory and like us on Facebook. Enjoy today's broadcast. All right, good evening. This is LeBron Breland. Making certain that we are on tonight. Praise God for another opportunity to share and study the Word of God systematically. Don't go on, get us. All right, well, we're going to get right into the teaching, into the Word of God. So let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this day. Knowing that this is the day that you have made, we rejoice in the glad. Thank you for another opportunity to worship you in spirit and in truth. It's the authority of your word that gives me confidence to make boldly known the mysteries of the gospel of the Lord Jesus. I do lean on this thing of the Holy Spirit as educator and guide to give me clear articulation of speech and deliberation of thought as I make manifold known the wisdom of God. Holy Spirit, I say, have your way. Do what only you should do. Anoint the people's ears to hear what the Spirit has to say to the church. And Father, in everything that shall be accomplished, and in everything that shall be revealed, you be glorified. For it is in the name of Jesus that we do praise you and giving you glory. In Jesus' precious name, amen. We are on the third division, the first lesson of the overcoming mandate. We found one scripture as a focal point. First John five four. <coughs> and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our Who is he that overcometh the world But he that believeth That Jesus is The son Of God Anytime we go to Discuss and dialogue about faith It awakens a creative And very quite interesting Dialogue Or whatever conversing with people About faith 
a lot of times you will get a resistance because people fear not being adequate enough to articulate what they mean when it comes to the term faith. And we, as the body of Christ, have done a disservice trying to pressure the discussion of faith amongst believers to the point that really nobody really voices it. And so it's imperative as 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 Christians that we really take the time to investigate what exactly is discovered when we enter into this <coughs> this world of faith. And so for the first vision of overcoming by faith, I want to talk about the power of a whole new world. The power of a whole new world. This is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith, the power of a whole new world. That is our division, first division. In overcoming the world, we understood that the world was not the earth. It was a belief system or a system of living that was contrary to the standards of God. And it is our acquaintance and understanding and advancement in our redemption and in our righteousness and our reconciliation with God that awakens the distinction or the defiance to willfully, overtly display our obedience to God over the stipulations that have been given for us to be governed by through the world. And so the world captivates and and creates off of a sin complex and consciousness keeping a superior, uh, uh, inferior complex within the thinking of individuals, never ascribing authentically to a higher place. But when a person is in Christ, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Creation indicates that there's creative forces that take us back to the origin of God's beginning with humanity, that empowers us to exist in the purity and the potency of the potentials that he has placed within himself for us. And so it is the engagement into this whole new world that awakens faith. Now, we may find ourselves outside of 1 John into Genesis chapter 12, the Genesis. And then we will most likely conclude our thoughts in the epistle of James. Tonight, and hopefully, what I want to do is talk about the words of faith and the worlds of faith through the work 
that proves our faith. Do y'all get me? So I want to start with the way, words. I want to work myself in the worlds, and I want to get to the works. But if I don't finish it tonight, I'll pick it up in the next lesson. Amen? Okay, so you're going to have to flow with me prophetically tonight. You're going to have to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit as to what he's saying for us as a church. I will try to be as systematic as I possibly can. But I want to talk a little bit about the words of faith. Because we get in trouble as the body of Christ trying to pinpoint words that indicate that we are people of faith. And a lot of times it's because we have a poor outlook on the the concepts of confessions and professions and vocations and and convictions and characteristics that we attribute to uh, uh, to one being a believer to two being a Christian. We have conflicts. Uh, people don't want to be called Christians. People don't even want to use the name Jesus because in some cultures. Jesus' name translated in our modern language is insulting. Whereas in others, whereas in others, it is not. So you have a whole group of people that are now um, now reverting uh, biblical truths and biblical lenses of understanding (coughs) to of various diverse concepts that almost seem like they just pulled them out the sky. We know that with your words you are justified and with your words you are condemned, which meaning that depending on the words that you use in a given situation, and what it's talking about is words that you govern yourself by. Of course, this is not casual talking, and that's where we mess up. We, we try to make the world of faith a world of words that just are conveyed through our, you know what I'm saying? And here's where me and the word of faith kind of clash now. See, I really believe personally because I've taken the classes on faith, and I did pretty well in them, and I, and I also have uh, taught, been taught faith by some of the greatest, what I consider, the greatest faith teachers. <clears throat> I don't come as a novice when it comes to this this claim of faith. And I just don't believe that you can eradicate all the claims that they have or those who are more pro prone to engage the world the word or the word wars, if you have it, with the um people that uh, are a little more uh, restrained when it comes to embracing confession and profession. Okay, but when we talk about the word, uh, the world, before we get into the world, we got to talk about the word. We have word plays, word games, word tactics that we must eradicate. And and part of it is this claim of faith. And I can go and and exhaust and take you to how justification comes by faith. For the greatest definition is that the just shall live by faith or the lifestyle 
of faith is based on you being justified. And I think that is the definition in itself that that faith is the lifestyle of a person who is justified or believes. You get what I'm saying? And this is the works of him that called us to believe on the one in which he sent. And so our works when it comes to God is to position ourselves to believe. This is why he, he took the time to speak to Nicodemus and talk about you must be born again. Your perception must come through a metamorphosis that takes place as a result of the regeneration in your spirit being superior than your flesh. So with the, with the, with the lifestyle dedicated to the renewal of the Holy Spirit, uh, the renewal of the Holy Spirit rejuvenating our lives to, to, to spiritual authority and awakening the spirit over humanity, it, 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 it then engages us into words that must be clarified. With your words, you shall be justified. You get what I'm saying? So then it, it, it just cannot be talking about casual language. It's talking about the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life, Jesus said. So when, in 1663, uh, uh, which is uh, Corinthians, Jesus said, the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. In other words, you got to understand that the authority in which Jesus governed himself was, was based on a type of reality of spirit-led living. Okay? So, so we got to engage this word game. And we got to understand one point that I want to bring out here is faith cannot be defined by Hebrews 11. Chapter 11. Now let's go there. And I'm going to say why it cannot be defined in, in that. This is one of the greatest one of the greatest teachers that you ever hear on faith because a lot of times people will say that's the definition just because it said faith is. But what it's really telling you is, is, is more is not dealing with a definition, it's de- dealing with the reality of faith. How faith plays now faith is which is quantitative of the time, or at this present time, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. By it, the others obtain a good report. It's a timing, not a definition. Now, but even if you don't, if you don't believe that, you can understand by the definition of hope, faith is the substance of things hoped for, what you hope for, and what I may hope for may be two different things. So the substance of things hoped for cannot be what we are hoping for, but the place where hope is developed. Oh, help me, somebody. So, so again, again, we have to enhance our word, and that's why we study. First of all, we don't study to show others. We study to show ourselves. Why? So in our own minds, we can be fully persuaded. We can know the hope of our calling just with we. We can know what we believe. Colossians admonishes us to grow in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ in chapter 1, verse 3. And it is, it is important that you as a believer begin to know and grow in the knowledge of God. Peter picks it up in 2 Peter in the virtues that we must add to our faith for faith to be intact. 
it comes as a result, one of the first virtues of developing your faith is knowledge. I'm going kind of fast because I wanted to get to as much as I can when I talk about words. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? Words. Hallelujah. Now, here it says in verse 3 of chapter 11, through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Romans 10, 9, um, Romans 10, 17 says that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now, what is the word of God? Is the word of God scripture in the connotation or is it a person's ability to hear what God is saying to them? See, this is the word game that we must develop some conclusive statements in order to confidently articulate our faith one to another. Y'all get my point? I think I'm going to have to close here soon. I got 10 minutes, so I'm going to go as much as I can. I'll pick up the next week and try to get this as much as possible because this is coming to us to to gain insights. Now, we talked about uh, in the previous lessons on, on overcoming sin and over the world that that we must develop the power or must empower processes. And we we must we must develop a competence of the context of the scripture. Secondly, we must develop the character modifications that come as a result of scripture awakening sonship. And then thirdly we must develop courage to focus through spiritual submission to the Holy Spirit so that we can engage this new, these new demands. Do y'all get what I'm saying? Because, see, the, the world will play a trick on you, and, and so will the sin conscious to make it seem like you'll never get it. But until we understand the words we will never enter into the world. And a lot of times, and, and even with our understanding of Scripture, and let me say this, do not get caught up in words. Get the meaning, and all by getting, get an understanding. The letter killeth, but it is the spirit that giveth life. The natural man receives not the things of God, neither can he know because they're spiritually deserved. Do not get caught up in the appearance of study. You got to develop competency or develop competence. And that's only going to be awakened to a legitimate form of meditation and maintaining a place of prayer in your life. Nobody can manipulate the faith process. For faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The natural man receiveth neither the things of God, neither can he know them. So until we empower this this world, hallelujah, I'm going to get to take myself, this is good. (laughs) But until we empower the knowledge of the words and the context or the competency that comes from the words, we'll be playing word games. 
versus gaining the the advantages and the authority that comes from the words that Jesus speaks. Now we look unto Jesus, he's the author and the finisher of our faith. And for the joy that was set before him, he endured things for us to attain great characteristics and, and of, of life and manner of living that is totally opposed to the way of the world. Amen. So what am I telling you to the group? Grasp the core of the gospel. You got to know what Jesus was preaching about and why he was preaching. There's a bondage that comes in a person that tries to establish faith off a of ritual and tradition versus relationship. Grasp the core of the gospel. Then group the principles with precepts. Now, principles are, are points of truth. But precepts are applications of truth that have been tried by trial and tribulation. That means when a person gives you a precept, they've had a revelation based on situations that they've overcome. A, a principle can be a point of truth that has never been applied. So you need a relationship. Pre, the Bible says precept upon precept. Because you need to understand that your faith has to be worked out through you walking out your salvation. See, this is the word game that we play. Because you'll get there and think because you read a bunch of and memorized a bunch of scripture that you got the word. Absolutely not. That's that's the, the wickedness of the word game of faith. I see I'm not gonna finish this. Cause I got five minutes. <laughs> Woo. And then we got to grasp the order of scriptural notes. Now, this is where me and a lot of people mess up. I can go back 20 years and, and, and look at my notes and see which ones I use as a precept versus a principle. Lord have mercy. I don't have time to teach it like I need to teach it. This is just the competence of the context of scripture because we know that there are people that look at the scripture and never find the answers that they need because they have not had a relationship with the Holy Spirit that has been set to show them the way of faith to get them to reverence the word of God or the voice of God. And so you got people that are trying to mentally ascend to, to, to heights of faith without a relationship with God, and they never achieve it. Because to them it's a word game. Game and not a word game. I'm out of time. We got to come back next week and finish this. This is just section one of part one. Praise the Lord. I just praise God. <laughs> I trust that whatever you set your hands to do, you'll do. Now, this is why I say this. We got to get out of religiosity. Dr. Betty used to say, I denounce. Religiosity In other words You got to stop Baking that roast pot roast And cutting it in half Just because you've seen it done Over the years And you got to study To show yourself And this, this is where it begins Because people are trying to define Hebrews 11 Like that's a definition What I hope for And what you hope for Is not going to be the same thing ever We have two different intellects 
We have two different mentalities that will never coexist in unity because God shaped my personality for my reality as he shaped your personality for your. But the substance will then take me back to the source for where, where my hope was developed, and that's where faith is. That's in the presence of God where the power of God is present and where the word of God is final. Lord have mercy. <laughs> we'll pick it up next time. I know I know we haven't had faith class like this before, but we got to have it for such a time as this. We got to keep studying the word of God's saints. We got to stop playing church and be the church. You'll never grow into what God wants you to know playing church and creating definitions that don't exist, creating word games versus gaining what the word is trying to say in context. In other words, if you don't discover what the text was said to do, you created a con. Hallelujah. And now we got people that think just because they can read, they got a revelation. No. And just defining the word don't make you smart. Just because you find out that manifestation means to make something known don't mean you're smart or that you're manifesting anything. It might mean that you're not manifesting anything. You just learned what it meant to manifest. Finding a definition is not manifesting the qualities and the characteristics needed to prevail. So while you're wasting your time opening up the scriptures and reading through a, 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 a glossary, thinking you're gaining understanding by defining words. God's trying to get a message to you, but you're not giving time in the presence of the Lord for him to show you why the word was there in the first place. <clears throat> for faith comes by hearing. Sometimes we have to take heed how we hear. And it is that the natural man can't receive nor obtain the things of God, and the scripture says he can't even know them. So there's no knowledge in the natural for the things that are pertaining to the supernatural. And it tells you don't even compare. And we got people that are trying to develop faith through mental ascent and never developing the spiritual consecrated life that is dedicated to hear God's voice through a communion or relationship with the Holy Spirit and with the Lord Jesus Christ that will bring them into the knowledge of the truth that makes them free. If ye continue in my word, then ye are my disciples indeed, and ye will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. That's the faith process. More on the next lesson. God bless you, and good night.